This is Martin Nash, and you're listening to Five. This is Five Talks, exclusively on Five One Hundred Five. Everybody, it's Giancarlo Alino reporting here live on location. We're talking here with York United coach. He is Martin Nash. Martin, how you doing? Good. And Martin, this is going to be an opener now, season opener, home opener at the same time. Does that add extra pressure on the group there? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's you're always a bit nervous going into your opener for the season. And, but I think it's a positive nervous energy that, you know, hopefully we can just use in the right way and um, get off to a good start. And this is a team now that you came in last season as a new head coach. You know, you have to go and find out which players work on your system. Now that you're coming in for your second season, what has been the mood like and just the overall group? Yeah, I think the mood's been good. You know, we've uh, we've gelled well as a group. And, uh, we tried to fill some holes we felt we had in the group. And, uh, we, we've done that. And, uh, we're quite confident in the group we have. And you got a lot of veteran talent come in now. Uh, a lot of players there that last year you had some younger group players in the group what was it like now to have this mixture of veterans and young players yeah i, I think that's the, what you want to do every year for a team to be successful you have to have the right mix of youth and experience and i think we've got a good mix this year and um we got a good group and we're planning to make a run for uh the playoffs what did you learn about yourself as a head coach last season because you came under tommy wilden there in calvary and now you had your own season there to put your own uh, footprint there on the group so like what did you learn about yourself throughout that process yeah I mean you know I, I learned more about myself and who I am and the, the type of coach I am uh, or boss I am in some ways so uh, that took a little bit of time I think uh, you know it helped with when we changed some of the players too and could it play the style I really wanted to play and we finished off the season playing the way I wanted to play and uh, it was encouraging to see and we're, we're looking at start the season the way we finished last year and as a coach what's an offseason like is it hectic by going around and looking at all the different players that can possibly make a difference on your group yeah it's a bit hectic I think we did early is um, especially the state we were in and kind of being out of the running and late on we, we started making moves quick to try and get the players in that we wanted um, and we were able to get a few in early um, and it helped us build from there. So, you know, it was, it's, a, it's a long off season. Um, you spend a lot of time trying to, to get a well-rounded squad, and we, we feel we've been able to do that. And as an off season for a head coach like yourself, like, is it too long? Like, would you prefer it was a little shorter? Like, what's uh Yeah, I would prefer it to be a little bit shorter. I think the players would too. Um, but it's just the nature of the beast in Canada. Uh, we're only just be able to get outside the last couple of weeks here. So it always makes it difficult um, just with the weather. But, you know, I think the longer time you have off, the rustier you get. So the longer you have to get, you have to spend to get that rust off, right? Players and coaches. So... Um, yeah, I, I think we've shaken off the rust now. We're getting into a good place, and uh, I think we're all very, uh, ready to go. You said it best there. You're in Canada, so snowstorm after snowstorm, minus 20-degree weather. So it, what's it like as a coach like to navigate this uh, training inside versus outside? Do you notice a big difference, or is it like blown weight of proportion sometimes? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's typically we don't, we don't have a big pitch inside where we are on the surface. Um, isn't great for the bodies, um, so guys struggle a little bit with the pounding. It's a little bit harder, but um, you know it's something that we have to go through in this country. And uh, if you want to play at this level, you have to put the time in and these services. And uh, then you get outside in the nice weather like we did today, and uh, it kind of makes it all worth it. You're kind of a soccer legend. Be remiss if I didn't ask you this. Uh, Canada World Cup, you got to see it. Uh, them in Qatar, what was it like as an alumni who won something with the national team to see what they are and where they are now? 
Yeah, it was great to see. I thought they did extremely well, uh, especially the first game was fantastic. Um, I was hoping they'd get a result there, but in one of the games, but it, it was good. It was uh, good to see them go and, and have a go at teams, not just sit back and soak it up to try and have a go and, and see where they stand. And um, you know, I was quite impressed with the group as a whole and expecting big things in the future for them. What do you think of uh, the Copa America now inviting some of these CONCACAF teams to come in? Do you think that will help the national team or do you think that might be something that goes in between their training and takes focus away? Uh, no, I think it's good. I, I think it's good to get games and quality games. You know, I, I think that's the way you get better. So I, I think it's good to the group because they don't see World Cup caliber teams on a regular basis. So it's tough when you go to World Cup and you kind of don't expect because you're not playing at that level every week. Um, there's just not enough teams of that quality in CONCACAF. So it's good for them. And hopefully they can go there and get some results as well. It's going to be difficult and uh, challenging, but it's, uh, as I say, it's a great learning experience for them every time they play against a, a top-level country. And also, like, League One here in Ontario has been some league that has produced a lot of players now come into the CPL. Also, they've come from the university level in youth sports. You just have the York Lions on campus there. Do you find yourself at times maybe scouting around to get a head start on some of these other clubs with that luxury? Yeah, you have to, I think. you got to keep an eye on the local talent. There's a lot of good players in the in the GTA, so, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to go see everyone, but you got to... Use your networks, talk to people, find out who, who the good players are, and if you get a chance to go watch them live, uh, that's the best, right? So we keep an eye on, on, on League One. We have some scouts out there looking for us as well, and um, you know, you're, you're just trying to unearth that next gem, really, because there there is a lot of good players in that league that have the ability to play um, in the Canadian Premier League, but it's just getting them being seen and having them get that opportunity. And also, this is a pathway now for a lot of players. Like, we didn't have a Canadian uh, national, even league here for a long time. Like, when you came up, it's much different than now. So for some of these players at the youth level to see the CPL, uh, what would you say about the quality improving every year? Yeah, I mean, it definitely is improving every year. Um, I think part of it is even players that came into the league when it started have improved a lot just from training every day and uh, in, in a professional environment. So that, that goes a long way. So... Um, but the opportunity is great for players now uh, to be in your backyard. And there's a team pretty much all the way across the country. There's teams now. So, yeah, I think to have that opportunity is great. Uh, it gives you a, you know, a head start in, in your career. And uh, you don't have to do the traveling that players in my generation had to do to, to make a career. They had to get out of Canada, really. So uh, it's great to see. It's, it's, it's great to see players coming into the league and great to see players going out of the league as well and then making it to a higher level and succeeding and, you know, keeping track of the Joel Watermans and Mo Farzies, guys that you've coached and uh, going on and starting regular in the MLS. So it's uh, it's great to see, and it, it's uh, it, it's fun to watch. Even Dom from last year now playing regularly in, in Poland, and Abzi's been in and out a little bit, I think, because of injury, and he's doing quite well in France. So it's good to, to see players going on to uh, Europe or the MLS and, and doing well, and it just goes to show and, and prove the, the quality in this league. And you say MLS there, mentioned that, perfect, because Canadian Championship gives you an opportunity to play some of these teams. What have you noticed from watching the MLS versus CPL action, and is that gap closing faster than maybe people are expecting? Yeah, it's definitely closing. Um, you know, there's still a big gap there, but it's definitely closing, and it's going to close over time, right? So uh, the longer this league goes on, the better it'll get, and that's the MLS is the same way. The longer it's gone on, the better it's gotten as a league, so... Um, the MLS is in a good place right now, and you know we're a young and growing league, and we got a long ways to go. But uh, that gap is closing definitely. 
and do some quick rapid fire here with you. Asked uh, Max and uh, Michael Trasso there some interesting ones. So for you, who was your favorite player growing up? Uh, Glenn Hoddle. Favorite team growing up? Tottenham Hotspurs. Okay. I, I think, uh, you know, when I first started watching in the early 80s, they, they had, a, a, you know, a really good team. So it was a fun team to watch. And it was the first team, the first professional games I got and seen play live. So, uh, yeah, that was that was my era. And, uh, they had some good teams, Ozzy Ardilas and, you know, some other players. Glenn Hoddle, obviously, Chrissy Waddle. They had some, some talents in the group. It's, uh, you know, other hobbies other than soccer or football, sorry, when uh, you're going out, is there something that you like to do other than uh, football that keeps your mind going? Yeah, I mean, I, I like playing golf. It's time to get outside, you know, stretch your legs and take your mind away from it. So it's something I like to do. Favorite car or dream car? I don't really have a dream car. I'm not a big car person. Uh, right now, I like the, the, I like some of the electric cars, the, the Mustang type uh, the Ford one looks pretty cool. That's uh, pretty neat. And a couple final ones here. A favorite food? Uh, he's, I like, we'll go with sushi. Sushi. Are you a pizza guy? I don't mind pizza, yeah, at times. There's a time and a place. Because there's a ongoing debate. Pineapple and pizza, yes or no? Yes. Okay, that's the best interesting. The only topping you have to have. <laughs> You're gonna probably anger half and probably appease the other, go. so that's good. But uh, if you were to see the younger, your younger self, the one that was coming up through the professional ranks, and you were to see you come in now, the coach here today, what advice would you give to that young Martin Nash? Uh, I think what, as a player, uh, put your head down and work harder. Because uh, I think maybe there was room for improvement there. Um, so that'd be my number one piece of advice. That's great advice. Appreciate the time, Martin, and I uh, wish you the best of luck this year. Thanks. A I'm here with uh, a returning guest here. He's Michael Petrasso. How you doing, Michael? How's it going? Th thanks for having me. Uh, Michael, big season now. Going to be starting off here again. You guys are kicking it off, home opener. Uh, what are your feelings going into this season? Uh, yeah, I think the team this year, you know, as you've seen the recruitments that we brought in, you know, the team's gotten a lot stronger. And I think uh, the team is high, like, excitement. And I think, you know, we're really going to push it this year and kind of go for the title. You know, I think it'd be nice to bring it back home to York. And uh, I think it's one of those things that this year I think everybody's motivated to achieve. And this was a year where, coming out of last year, obviously, like, some injury trouble. So how are you feeling coming into this year? Uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm still dealing with a little bit of problems from last year. I broke my ankle last year. That's why I missed majority of the season. So still have a niggling problem with that. But, you know, my goal is to get back to full fitness as I was a year before last year after such an unfortunate injury. And, you know, that's why I believe I'm still here at York. You know, something I want to achieve is win a, league, win a title with this team. And I think that, you know, if I can get back to full health, I can definitely help this team achieve that. And also you're a player that has spent some time with the Canadian national team. Just uh, as somebody who is an alum of that program, what was it like to see some of those guys at the World Cup? Oh, no, it was amazing. You know, obviously playing... You know, alongside Junior Hoylet and when Alfonso first started at the national team, you know, and then seeing how well they did at the World Cup was amazing to see. And, you know, it's one of those things I think as every player is your dreams to play for your national team and to represent and play nine times for uh, my national team. Our national team is, uh, you know, an amazing achievement. And, you know, I'm always watching every game. So, yeah, and obviously my brother's coming through the ranks, so I'm hoping that he could eventually get into that squad as well. 
And yeah, you mentioned your brother there. You come from a soccer family. So what's it like your brother? You follow a similar path, TFC Academy. Now he's in Orlando. Uh, what's it like seeing your brother play now at the professional level? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing for my parents as well. You know, uh, they're always traveling to Orlando to watch his games. And yeah, it's just exciting to see. I watch every, obviously, all of one of his games, give him advice where I can. But, you know, my brother is, you know, he's a good player now. And, you know, he's got a lot of experience, especially in his first year at TFC. So he's doing that over well in Orlando. So. And what's it like for you? This is you're gonna be your fourth season with uh, York United after coming over. Like you spent some time in other teams, but you're now cementing your legacy now as one of these York United players. This is the fifth season you've been here for four of those. So what does it mean to you to be part of like one of the legacy players that have been here like almost every season? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's amazing for me. I think this is the club I always wanted to play for in the CPL, and this is the club I still to this day I think I can only play for. And uh, you know, I think they've been very respectful with me as well you know when I came over I've had injury troubles since I've been here and I had one like really good season healthy and we made it to the playoffs and I think you know the club has been treated me right and they've kept me along even through last year after breaking my ankle so I think you know I owe them a lot of credit looking out for me and you know I think there'll be a day where I get back fit and get back to where I was and you know I definitely can help this club achieve their goals and you know they've they looked after me, so this is the club I want to be at, and this is the club I will play for. So, like to see that there, and we're gonna do some quick rapid fire here. Right. So, uh, Michael Petrasso, I'm sure you're a player that some of these young kids are gonna be going in attendance. They're gonna see that's my favorite player. I want to see him uh, in the future. Who is your favorite player growing up? Who was my favorite? My favorite player growing up was Wayne Rooney. Uh, to be honest, yeah, I liked him growing up, and obviously playing for Man United. So, uh, yeah, it's one of my players I looked at when I was growing up. Favorite team. Favorite team? Uh, it's a tough one. I think AC Milan was my favorite team because my Nono was a big fan of them. And then in England, at the, throughout the years, I kind of liked Chelsea when they had Eden Hazard at the time um, because he was obviously a dominant player and I love watching him play. So, But yeah, I think my favorite team growing up was probably AC Milan. And uh, what do you like to do when you're not thinking about soccer? What do I like to or do? Or some of the hobbies that you like to do? To be fair, I played quite a bit of video games, I would say. You know, it was easier when my brother was home. We used to play together, either FIFA against each other, or now we play Call of Duty on the mic. So uh, those are some things I do at home when I'm not playing soccer. So. Uh, is there a rivalry there? Who's winning all the time? <laughs> oh, my brother wins all the time, to be honest. So. And uh, what's a cheat meal that you like when, uh, you know, training A&W. A&W is my cheat meal. Yeah, I usually have it. If I'm playing and I play 90 minutes, and it's one of those things I would get on the way home. So I end up it's probably my cheat meal. Are you a pizza guy? Am I a pizza guy? I like pizza, but I wouldn't say like I'm a big pizza guy where like I have pizza all the time though, but I do like pizza. So. Okay, because this is a, one of the big debates. Are you one of the people that put pineapple? No, I don't no? put pineapple okay. on my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, final question here. What advice would you give to your younger self that was starting out as a professional? And uh, if you were to see him now, that young kid, what would you say to him? Uh, I just say keep pushing. You know, I mean, you have a lot of ups and downs. I've had many ups and downs in my career. Uh, obviously living through it now so I think that even when times get tough you know what I mean like football changes fast it could be like I've had a lot of injuries in my career six months out and then you go back and it's like you know it's like you never left so I think when times get tough don't be so mentally you know on yourself you know what I mean just kind of let go and time will heal you and then you'll get back to where you were so I think that's what I would say that's great advice appreciate the time Michael Max Ferrari. Max, how you doing? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. 
Doing great. And Max, uh, home opener to kick off the year. Just uh, how excited are you to get back on the field there and uh, back at your like, your client's stadium? Yeah, I mean, I was just talking about with the guys. It's just, it feels, it's, it's a great feeling, honestly. You just want to get back into it. And once you start the season, it, it comes at you fast, right? And everyone knows we have three games, six days. And yeah, we're just excited. And it feels like uh, a real buzz around York right now. And we're excited to get it going. And what was like the off season like? I know a lot of players, when they're going from one to the other, they look at their game, what they have to develop. So what did you do in the off season to prepare yourself for this? Yeah, I think uh, everyone in this league can agree it's a long off season, especially us uh, not making playoffs. We were done around early October, I want to say. So for me too, it was very different this year because last year it was, just was, I was off for a lot, injured, I want to say majority of the year. And for me, it was kind of, I didn't really have that time in the off season. I didn't really lay back. I kind of got right right back into it and was working hard because um, I just came back from injury. So it was like, yeah, I was like, excited to be back and now it's time. And what was it like that? Because when you get an injury uh, in and out, you had a great season before that. So what's it like when you're dealing with an injury, like mental toll, physical toll, and just to get back out there? Yeah, for me, the, the hardest part was um, mentally. And for me, I, I, it wasn't just that one injury. I had two major ones last year, and it was kind of the hardest thing was not being around the team. It was seeing them travel, watching their games, our games, watching them from home, and that that was the hardest part for me was not being around the guys and being around everyone. Um, so yeah, it was uh, for me. It was motivating, not just it wasn't. It was mentally draining for me, but coming back now, it's kind of that motivation is to prove to myself and to everyone that I'm back and I'm fit and healthy and I'm excited. And this year, uh, there's a lot of high hopes for this team. So York United, if you guys get a good start, you think you guys can go all the way here, win that championship? I mean, I back my team no matter what, but this year just feels different. I think a lot of people can agree. It feels different and we're excited to get going. And yeah, our, our, uh, our goals is to win it, make playoffs and win it, go on a run in the cup. And the Canadian championship is another one. So you're going to see a lot more MLS action, like all these MLS teams that are in it. You're going to see maybe a lot of upsets. What did you learn about uh, yourself and the group last year with uh, what they were able to do against Vancouver? Yeah, I mean, even the year before, we got to play TFC at BMO yeah. in, uh, in a good game. I thought it's, it's really exciting playing these guys, especially last year going to Vancouver um, on a high. We won two penalty shootouts going to Vancouver, only losing 2-1. I think this year it's a lot to build on. And yeah, I think... We're focused on, obviously we're focused on the league and then the cup game, but we know we take one, one game at a time. And yeah, everyone wants to play an MLS team show, not just pers not just as a team, but personally you want to play against those be the best players. And uh, yeah, we're excited. We're just gonna do a quick uh, rapid fire here. So uh, if we were to go and get our fans here of York United excited about the team, for you, who is a player that uh, inspired you to play soccer? Yeah, so I'm a huge Chelsea fan and um, Eden Hazard was my, my go-to guy. Uh, also, Lampard and Drogba got me into liking soccer, but Eden Hazard, like kind of same build, same position. Uh, yeah, he was my idol. Are you a FIFA guy or a PES? C oh, FIFA, I have FIFA. FIFA. Yeah. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation, <laughs> I have a PlayStation, yeah. And uh, other than York United, obviously, you said Chelsea. So if you were to do like a starting five, top five of players that you grew up idolizing, who would be on that list? Ooh. So I got I gotta say Hazard. Hazard is a front, but I'll start from the back. Uh, so we're saying four in a goalie or five in a goalie? Uh, up to you. You can do uh, whatever you want to do as a coach. 
But five players? Yeah, five players. Five players. Okay, we're not going to do any goalies. We'll kick goalies <laughs> out of it. Um, I won't do all Chelsea players, cause, but I'll do... I'll put Sergio Ramos at the back. I'll put... So we'll do a one, two, two. Midfield, I'll do Lampard just because I'm a Chelsea fan. Um, Lampard. Ramos. Oh, I got to think about this. <laughs> I'll do Iniesta. Oh, so that's good. three, and then Messi and Hazard. That's, that's a, my five. That's just because, just obviously having some best players and then my favorite players as well. So in the off season now, how do you uh, get yourself out of soccer? And uh, is there a TV show? Is there a movie that you get you into? Ooh, yeah, I'm a big Netflix guy. I binge a lot of Netflix. Um, but going to Apple TV, I'm big into Ted Lasso right now. Like that's, that's awesome. my favorite. Um, I would say Netflix. What was I into? The Night Agent that just came out on Netflix, I binged that through like a day. It took me like a day to go through those 10 episodes. Um, I'd say my favorite ever is probably Money Heist though. It was a really good one for me. What's a uh, favorite food? When, uh, you know, the training's getting into it. What's a cheat day meal that cheat gets you into day? it? I'm huge chicken wings. Chicken wings, guy like at a pub or something. Yeah, huge into chicken wings. The final question here that I know you're a Leaf fan. Have you got yourself emotionally prepared for what's about to happen? I just got into this combo yesterday. It's like, I'm huge into hockey. I'm excited. I think we have a great team, but I don't even like know if I want it to come yet. I just don't even know because mentally it's just, it's draining for uh, to be a Leaf fan. But I obviously I'm optimistic every year and we'll see you playing Tampa again. And yeah, we'll see. I don't even know. I don't know what to say with those. Well, Max, appreciate it. Yeah. Best of luck this year, man. Thank and uh, looking for forward to seeing you on the field. Live Talks, exclusively on Live 105.